You're listening to Dr. Ward Bond's Life-Changing Wellness, the fastest-growing natural health, nutrition, and inspiration podcast in the nation. Uplifting stories, powerful messages, and triumph over adversity, the experience of entertainment and encouragement is about to begin. And now your host, Dr. Ward Bond. Campbell Ritchie is the celebrity makeup artist of choice for the world's most prestigious red carpet events, such as the Golden Globes, the Met Gala, and the Oscars. And she is on a mission to inform and enlighten others about the wastefulness and toxicity of beauty makeup in her industry. Campbell is fiercely committed to sustainability and animal rights and has been known to turn down high-profile jobs that don't share her bedrock values. Her first models, Kate Moss and Devon Aoki, for Bella Freud's fashion show in London was a chance to highlight her vast artistry skills and creativeness, which fast established her amongst the industry elite. And with a range that stretches from clean and classic to dramatic and bold, Campbell's versatility and creativity is unmistakable, and few can rival her touch for flawless, glowing skin, stated by Hugo Boss. While well, she is the now the subject of a film documentary entitled Campbell Ritchie, No Compromise, produced by Lightbeam TV in partnership with the beauty brand Hear Me Raw. Today, we are here to talk with Campbell Ritchie about using non-toxic, cruelty-free, and sustainable beauty products. So ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome the world-renowned makeup artist who is brilliant with a brush and a powerful advocate for wellness, the one and the only Campbell Ritchie. Welcome to the show. My goodness, what an introduction. I, I'm humbled and I'm thrilled and I need you as my cheerleader in my life. That's amazing. Thank you well, so much for having me. You have a cheerleader here for sure, Campbell, because I am so interested in learning about what you yourself have learned firsthand in the beauty industry. So what inspired your move from modeling to makeup artistry? Look, I was a, I was actually a very good model, um, but I just didn't like it. I just didn't feel comfortable in front of the camera. Um, and ultimately one of the reasons that I agreed to modeling in the first place was because I knew that I would get to spend a lot of time with the right people on set and I could learn. I didn't have to just, you know, come on set and be a model, I could just be learning the whole time. So I was watching everyone, I was looking at stylists, I was watching hair, I was watching makeup. And I, I just knew naturally that makeup was going to be the thing that I would be able to, to achieve. So I gave a deal to um, one of my mentors, Kevin Aquan, um, who I, I assisted with until he passed away. And I said to him, I will do this. I will continue being your muse if you teach me makeup. Um, so yeah, that's how it happened. Well, can you <laughs> talk about your interest? And this is what, this is the biggest reason I wanna to talk to you today because you know, talk to us about your interest in using non-toxic, cruelty-free and sustainable beauty products. Why is that so important? Um, I have a consciousness um, that is bigger than me. Um, I've always been an animal lover. Um, I love the environment I grew up in and grew up in. Um, I love the ocean. I love nature. I love to walk. And it just didn't go hand in hand for me. I started to study and I'm a, a huge studier. I'm a huge book reader, love books. 
Um, and I'm a, a very big thinker. So I always think outside of the box. And um, I just thought, what is going on in, in this industry? And does anyone else know that this exists and is happening? And when I started to sort of investigate and ask a few questions, I noticed that a lot of people did know, but weren't prepared to do anything about it because being cancelled, being called out, not being um, invited to set anymore, um, really not getting booked for jobs. But I thought I have to stand for something because if no one else does, who will? And how will there ever be a change in our industry? And, you know, I've got a lot of support um, from really incredibly beautiful people that have been in my life for a long time now. Um, I hope it's okay to mention her name, but yeah. Livia Firth has been a huge inspiration in my life. And um, Dr. Jane Goodall, you know, the big names that are just change makers. They really are not compromising. And I don't think I should compromise either. And honestly, I've gotten to a point now where if I do get cancelled and I don't get asked back to set, then that wasn't what I was supposed to do in this phase of my life. I'm supposed to do this and it's I'm supposed to make a change and I'm supposed to use my voice because I'm the voice for the voiceless. Yes, and, and I, I love your boldness, Campbell. And you, know, you bring up a very important uh, point about something. The beauty industry, and, and especially with all of the, the major brand names that every woman actually knows, mm -hmm. but you're working inside that industry and with the products that these people wanna be using, they want their name out there, there's a very strong advertising element. Mm -hmm. How were you yeah. able to weave through all of that mess to stand where you're standing now and be a voice for wellness? Um, I think through my own experience, I, I do share my experiences with people because I never did in the past, but I think it's really important that if I don't, ex I don't share my experience, strength and hope, um, I'm also doing a disservice, not just to myself, but to the community. Um, it's really overwhelming how many people come to me and say, oh my God, this happened to me, or oh gosh, that also happened to me, and thank you for speaking your truth. And even though I'm, I'm terribly scared to share um, most of the time, um, I'm a God person, I love God, and I, God is in my life, and I believe that I've been given the opportunity to let him speak through me. Um, so I just let go of the fear now, and I just let it happen. And you know what? If people aren't ready to hear it, then that's none of my business. <laughs> no, I completely agree. I mean, well, for us, especially, you know, we put God in the forefront of what we do. I mean, and I think whatever I'm doing, whatever you're doing, whatever brings praise and glory to him, that's the most important thing. Mm -hmm. And we all know that in the end, and here, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not here preaching, but uh, <laughs> in the end, God is love and love conquers all. But I want to ask you something, uh, Campbell. What are some of the most important things that you wish people knew about the products they put on and in their bodies? Well, most of them are very, very toxic. 
um, most are cancer causing or other disease causing. Um, but we never ever look at that because it's so unbelievable that a world corporations would continue to do this that most people don't believe that it would even exist. So we're battling with um, basically corporations and medical industries that are there to de they're designed to make money. It's not about our health and our wellness. We, if we're well, we're not making anyone any money. Yeah, I know. I completely agree with that. But I want to ask you something too, because I'm going to get lynched. <laughs> part, you know, part of your story um, is your breast cancer diagnosis, mm. and how has that influenced your journey in looking at the beauty uh, care industry and making sure that the products that you use, and I know with women, they are going to be using more of the beauty care products more so than men. And mm -hmm. by using them daily, if you're using the wrong ones, you can be increasing your risk for cancer. That's right. And I don't think people understand it's, you know, the skin is our largest organ. I've got makeup on my hand because I'm actually on set. Um, <laughs> skin is, the skin is our largest organ. So whatever you're putting on your skin is getting directly absorbed into the skin and then into the bloodstream and into, into the vascular system. The same as whatever you put or ingest into your body is also going into your largest organs as well. Um, so for people to not understand that um, a toxic product going onto the skin directly onto the skin is going directly into your bloodstream, doesn't, it doesn't make me understand why they don't get that. But no. I'm here to educate them on that and not in a I'm telling you off kind of way or I don't understand how you don't understand this. It's more educational, knowledge is power. I want people to not be scared of asking questions. Women and men should be asking questions first and foremost at the beauty counters. But unfortunately, most of the beauty counter people that work for these companies don't have much knowledge because they're not trained really to tell the truth. They're trained to sell a product and I get it. I totally get it. But at the end of the day, if, I, if this whole thing that's happening right now to me saves one life, or plants one seed, then I've done my service and completed my mission here on planet Earth. And that's why I'm here. Well, if you don't mind me asking, uh, where are you in your breast cancer journey right now? So I'm currently in remission, which is amazing. Um, I take all kinds of wonderful concoctions of vitamins and minerals and all kinds of very alternative therapies to keep me into that stage. Um, I'm hoping that it doesn't come back, but with any kind of cancer, it can return, not necessarily in the same area. It could be somewhere else. Um, but I don't have any kind of toxins in my body at all now. There is no chemotherapy or any kind of, um, you know, Western medicine in my body. It's all alternative medicinal mushrooms, all kinds of other wonderful things, um, some very controversial treatments that I've done, um, which have worked for me, might not necessarily work for everybody else, but have worked very, very well for me. Um, so I'm an advocate for doing something different, looking outside of the box, not always going to mainstream what we've always been taught. Um, because again, I believe that certain things are not being told truthfully in the medical industry as well. I think that we've been 
not necessarily lied to, but I think that we haven't been given all the information. And I think that when we've given all the information, then we're able to make an executive decision by ourselves how we want to proceed. Yeah. I was only given one option and I wasn't prepared for that option. I didn't want to have a mastectomy. I didn't want to do six rounds of chemo. I didn't want to do all of that. I wanted to do a different, more gentle approach. And yes, it might take a little bit longer, but God spoke to me and said, get that crap out of your body, which was the chemotherapy. Wow. <laughs> so I, I did. I, I love that. Well, Campbell, one thing we're definitely <laughs> going to be doing is sending healing prayers your way and oh, to pray for complete, uh, remit, I mean, continued remission and yeah. that it never comes back again. You know, it's kind of like uh, there's an old scripture that says Nahum 1.9 says, will not come back a second time. So we'll stand yeah. on that one. And uh, But I would do want to ask you, because I'm impressed with the fact that you educate your clients that are sitting in the chair. So you're yes. educating them about the kinds of beauty products they're using. Now you've come together with Hear Me Raw and Lightbeam TV for this amazing mm -hmm. film. Why are you so passionate about empowering others to learn about this topic? Well, I think it's just so important that you know, you plant seeds. Actually, it's like religion. If you ram something down someone's throat, they're going to run in the opposite direction. That's not doing any good for anyone. Um, it also would make you look silly and people don't respond well to that kind of stuff. So I like to plant little seeds. So the way that I do it is I'll ask the talent, the model, the actress, actor, you know, what are you using on your skin right now? What products do you use? I'm just curious. What do you like? Blah, 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 all of these things. So they start to talk to me about their products. And I'll say, oh, interesting. But I won't say, oh, that's really bad. Like, don't, don't use that. I'll say, oh, that's, that's really interesting. And then they usually say to me, oh, well, is, do you not like that product? I say, well, I don't use that product. Well, why don't you use that product? I say, well, because actually that product um, is tested on an animal. They're horrified. And then they start asking questions. So that's how I've planted a seed. I've then given them some information, some knowledge. They then take it away. They usually come back and ask me more questions. Um, and usually what happens is I will give them a whole array of brands and options that they can use alternatively. Um, what thing, one thing I do encourage is not to just throw out all of your things because not only does that um, cause, you know, environmental damage, you know, toxins going into landfills, plastic consumption, etc., etc. It just doesn't make sense to just throw all your products away. That's causing even more problems. So I say if if it's really toxic, the problem, uh, that the product, um, I encourage them to get rid of it straight away. Um, but if it's just that it's, um, it's been tested on an animal, for example, then I'll ask them to wait until the product is finished to then change to the new product just so well, there's not waste you know oh, well, oh absolutely i completely agree mm -hmm. with that and and i'm and it's it's enlightening to hear that you know the people you work with are very open to discuss and to learn what they can do that is going to be better for their bodies mm -hmm. and of course better for the environment in yeah. the film you discuss a term called green washing that mm -hmm. is used, I guess, in the beauty industry. What is greenwashing and how can consumers avoid it? Well, unfortunately, you can't avoid it because it's a very clever way of 
continuing to do poor practice under the scope of doing well in the industry or being better in the industry. So, for example, sustainability is one of the most overused words in the world right now. But if a consumer sees a sustainability sticker or the state sustainability project sticker on a product, they immediately think that that product is greener, better, kind, friendly, maybe not tested on an animal, for example. And that's not necessarily the truth. It's the same with organic products. In America, if an ingredient is only got 1% of an organic component, they can say that it's organic. And that also goes to 100% organic products. So you put them two and two together, one's 100% organic, one's 0.1% organic, yet they can still be classed in the same category. That is dishonesty and that's greenwashing. That is, that's very shocking. You know, I hear that type of, not the actual term, but it happens mm -hmm. in the food industry where yes. the word organic has been watered down to the point that even though you buy something and the consumer think, thinks that mm -hmm. it, the, the food they're buying is 100% organic, it's yeah. not, it's a marketing term. It, it's, as, it's as about as right. fraudulent as using the term in the areas of seafood saying fresh caught. Yeah, but it was raised on a farm, let go, recaught, just right. so they could put it on the label. It's nothing but another basket full of lies to trick the consumer right. into thinking that they're doing something good when they're just getting the same junk that they've always bought before Correct. with a different label. You know, To me, I, it's a crimes against humanity. I think it's really, um, it's sinful. It's the devil's work. <laughs> and, and I've heard some interesting things that I'm not going to bring out here about the beauty industry when it comes to uh, makeup lines. And mm -hmm. I think that if women really did their deep research about certain lines out mm -hmm. there, they're going to realize that what they're buying was, well, wasn't really brought to them with a spirit of truth. And no. what's in the product is not what's really there that they were thinking mm -hmm. is going to be in, improving their health or improving their appearance. And, and for you, uh, when this idea came to you, uh, when this idea was presented to you about this documentary, what were your initial thoughts? I said, no, <laughs> because I was scared. I was scared. I was scared to put myself out there. Um, I was scared to be, uh, judged, um, I'm still scared to be judged, but at the end of the day, even though this story is about me and my message, it's really not about me. It's about, as I said, if I save one life or I plant one seed, then I've done my job. And it's really, really important. And it's, it's really beautiful because right now I feel like God is speaking through me. And when I have this feeling, I know that I am safe. I know that I'm protected and I know that I'm, empower and and nothing can hurt me and of course there's going to be people that are like what a load of nonsense but there's also going to be a huge amount of people that change that think make an informed decision and that is the most important thing i think if i don't do this i'm doing a disservice to the planet to humanity 
Well, I, I absolutely, Campbell, love your truth. And how did, how do, you know, with, with the beauty industry, especially where you're at, you're, you, you see the beauty side, mm -hmm. you see the fashion side. Do those two industries, do they, do they cross each other beside, I mean, beyond the model that's in the chair before you? I mean, does the fashion world pay attention to what you're, what you're saying? Um, yes, to a certain extent. I mean, there's incredible brands, you know, Stella McCartney, who's an absolute hero of mine, who's been doing this forever. Um, she has a beautiful consciousness about her products and she has, she's really been a change maker and a path maker for others to make a change. Um, Mara Hoffman as well, beautiful, beautiful, sustainable fashion products that she designs. And I feel like if these incredible women can do that, why can't everyone else um, attempt to make an effort? I know that a lot of these big, big brands now have removed fur from their collections. Also, a lot of leather has also been removed from collections now too. And they're, you know, they're going with Stella's choice has always been cactus leather, mushroom leather. So there are pineapple leather. There's also, there's so many different options. There's absolutely no reason why we should be killing animals for the fashion industry. And don't let anybody think that they're not doing that because they are. They say that they um, use the leathers from animals that have passed away after being a dairy cow, for example, but it's not true. They're slaughtered for their leather. Well, kind of give us an inside look when it comes to the beauty care industry. Let's say uh, you're hired. Okay, let's say you're mm -hmm. going to uh, to make everybody beautiful as they walk the red carpet at the Oscars. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. You can bring any products that you want. You're not tied to any particular brand to bring. You're bringing what mm -hmm. you're using and the talent is trusting you to look beautiful when they appear in front of the cameras, correct? Yeah, yes, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. And they know, most people know my story, my journey, my mission, and they know that I won't compromise with products. And actually a lot of the time the girls are like, oh, what are you wearing now? What are you using now? So I'm, it's like a fun thing now, you know? Well, you know, um, I'm trying to, I, I had the question at the top of my head. So, uh, <laughs> okay. oh, I, I was going to ask you about how did you uh, partner up with Hear Me Raw? Well, they approached me again um, through the television uh, company, the uh, Light Beam. And um, I was very curious. I'm always curious. When someone says to me, we're sustainable and we're green and we're clean, I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But show me what you got. <laughs> like, I want to see. And then I'll make the decision whether you are or you're not. And they genuinely are, you know, they're making, they're making big changes in the, in the beauty space. And it's, um, it's really exciting. You know, there is, there's so many indie brands that really should be in the forefront of the beauty industry, because I believe if an indie brand who started in the kitchen can change the world and change the environmental impact, the health on ourselves and on the planet, if they can do it, so can the big corporations. And don't tell me that you don't have the money because you do. It's just lazy. Yeah, it really is. And I agree. It's it's the smaller 
niche companies that have the ability to really pay attention to the ingredients that they're putting into their products, formulating their products for the betterment of, well, the environment, our own health, uh, reducing uh, the risk or an incidence of cancer that would pop up from using a lot of these chemicals. You know, and, and I know you've seen this, we all have, where the biggest uh, buzzwords today are uh, paraben-free, um, talc-free, and all of these other chemicals that everybody knows can lead to cancer. Are there some other ingredients that we need to look at to be aware of that say, hey, we need to avoid that? Can you kind of name a few off well, the top of your head? Well, the thing is they disguise them, which is really naughty. They disguise these ingredients under different um, words and names. And it's funny, my father always said, if you can't actually say the word, then it's probably bad for you, um, which I always go by still. But things like formaldehyde um, is a huge, huge no-no, and it's used in so many products, so many products, and it's still passed by the FDA. Yeah, and it's also one of those things that you don't really get out of your body. No. And, uh, like you know, my dad was a funeral director and there was oh, only wow. one, there was only one reason why you use formaldehyde and that's to preserve the body after they have died. It's not to be used in makeup and being no. a chemical compound that we're using as we're alive. That's not what formaldehyde is for. Yeah. Uh, well, it's, pre it's preserving the ingredients of the product. That's, that's the point. And again, I, I could get cancelled for this, but I truly stand by my decision making on, on speaking out about this because it just makes you so sick. I had, um, I don't know if you knew this, but I had uh, skin cancer about six years ago. I used to have a, a mole here and um, a girlfriend of mine said, you need to get that checked. And I was like, no, it's, I've always had it, it's fine. And the skin doctor looked at it and said, we need to get you into theater immediately um, because it's uh, melanoma. So wow. she took it off. And when they did the toxology report, there was nothing in it to say that it was actually uh, vitamin D exposure, excessive exposure. It was all to do with toxic ingredients that was currently in my body that was coming directly from skincare and sun care products. Well, how long were you, how, how long were you in, I mean, being a makeup artist, let me reword this. How long were you doing makeup for others before you started changing over to more sustainable and organic and ty those types of products? Yeah. So I've been in the industry for 30 years now. Um, and I would say that it's been almost 20 years of change. Because, you know, I came up in on the teams of MAC and, you know, Francois Nars and all these incredible Chanel and all these beautiful, beautiful brands. Um, you know, and I still think they're beautiful brands to this day, but they, ne they need to make changes. They, it's, there's no reason why they can't make changes. And I'm not trying to call them out in, a, in an aggressive way. I'm asking them to keep the door open for me and let me help you. Campbell, I don't, I don't mind you calling people out. And you're right. They're beautiful brands. So 
We already said something very positive about them. Women love Chanel. They, they love Mac. They love all of these great companies, mm -hmm. but you're right. You're the expert. You're the one that they need to come to, to consult, to make their brands even better, even safer. I mean, we live in a world today, especially for the last two years, everybody's focused on their health. They want to stay mm -hmm. healthy, but we also like to look at the long term. and with women who use makeup on a daily basis, they need to focus what they're putting on and in their body. So let me ask you this, Campbell. Yeah. How can women especially, where do they take that first step to put the right thing onto their bodies? I just think really study your products. Um, you, there's a really great app called um, Think Dirty. I think it's called Think Dirty. I'll come back to you on that. I'll get. I'll make sure that you know about it. Um, which is really great because you can scan um, a product barcode in a supermarket or in a department store, and it will tell you what's in it and what's good or what's bad, or if it's a no-no. So that's a really quick and easy, informative way of shopping. Um, ask your girlfriends. Ask me. That's what I'm here for. Like I can help you. You can send me a direct message. I always answer. If I don't answer, my assistants answer, and then they they say, "Oh, there's a really good question you need to look at. Can you please respond?" So I will always make time to respond because it's very very important to me. It's just a little bit of homework. It's not. I think that we're ultimately we're very very lazy as human beings. So we want everything to be instant, instant, whatever. Um, if you can just take a minute and a beat to just really have a look at what's in your ingredients, what you're putting on your skin, what you're putting in your body, this is going to help you. One of the biggest problems I've got um, is aluminum. Aluminum I had to get, I was so sick about six years ago, and I, we think it may have come from the, um, the skin cancer. Uh, I had very high levels of aluminum uh, toxology, toxology in my body. So we eliminated everything, and you're going to laugh about this. They said to me, oh, what pan are you frying with? And I said, a regular pan? What are you talking about? Is it an aluminum pan? I was like, well, I guess so. I don't know. Uh. Aluminum pans, you're cooking, that's going into your food. So they recommended that I bought an iron pan, which is what I have now. And by cooking with an iron pan, you're also getting iron in your body through the iron pan, which is crazy to me. My iron levels went up, so my B12 and my iron levels are perfect right now because of this. I had to get rid of aluminum deodorant, which is very important because you're actually putting it under your armpit, which is where one of your um, main glands are. Um, your lymph nodes, if you get cancers in your lymph nodes, you're in trouble, big trouble. So we're directly putting aluminum deodorant products underneath our arms in the that area. It's just not good. Aluminum toothpastes, it's in everything. Aluminum tinfoil, what we put over our kids' sandwiches. Yeah, see, I haven't well, used I haven't used aluminum-based deodorant in probably over 20 years, I use a deodorant stone and because yes! it, it kills the bacteria. I mean, literally that's all I've ever used for over 20 years. And because I smell really good. <laughs> yeah. Well, all I know is you're going to stink. I'm like, no, no, because the, the thing is, is it kills the bacteria that causes odor. 
the other exactly. deodorants with the aluminum only cover it up. And if I ever used, you know, let's say if I was traveling and I forgot my deodorant stone, I have to use one of the, the horrible ones. Those things don't work. No, the deodorant stones work. So let me ask yeah. you this. Where can everybody see this amazing documentary, Campbell Ritchie, oh. No Compromise? Well, I'm hoping that you're going to put a link to it somehow, or maybe you can tell your consumers, but um, you can see it on my um, Instagram. There's a direct link from my Instagram in my bio. You can also go to Light Beam TV. You can also go to Hear Me Raw. Um, and also Tiffany, who is one of the film directors who filmed it. So it's on all of our Instagram pages. It's on all of our Facebook pages. There's there's a way to find it, and I'm sure you'll put a link, right? I am going to absolutely <laughs> okay, put a link, and uh, we will. We're going to get the message out, Campbell, about the amazing documentary. But you have brought forth some incredible information, and I want to go ahead and be the first one to invite you back on the show for another oh future interview because what I would oh, love to do, that. and I know that all of my female viewers will love this, I would love to have you come back on for a Q&A for my viewers, for the female viewers especially, to send in questions and then have you answer them on the air. That would be me. amazing. That would be amazing. I could come to the studio because I also have a place in Austin as well. So if I don't know, where are you in Texas? I'm actually, I'm actually the north side of Houston, but I'm only two and a half hours from Austin. So... We could I actually would drive, do that. I would drive to you in a heartbeat just to give <laughs> you a hug and smell you and inhale you and say, see, those deodorant stones work. That's it. That's it. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, you and I are going to work that out because I know my viewers will love to do a Q&A with you and uh, because you know what they need to know. And I am here to get that message out along with you. So, ladies and gentlemen, Campbell Ritchie, you go to even go to her Instagram, and and we have we have all the information at the bottom of the screen. Watch the documentary, Campbell Ritchie, No Compromise. You are going to learn so much that you're going to go into your vanity and you're going to start ditching a lot of those bad products and replacing them with things that will cause you. No harm, but at the same time, we want to improve and protect your good health. Campbell, thank you so <laughs> much for honoring us with your time and your wealth thank of information. You. Thank you so much. I'm so incredibly humbled and this was super fun. And listen, I'm really going to take you up on that offer because if we can get the message out there even further and do a regular Q&A kind of situation, that would be an absolute dream for me. Well, well I know one thing, I'm gonna hold you that too as well, <laughs> because I think we've got something that uh, will ignite the world in the right oh. direction. And I def I'm, we're definitely gonna get that going. So ladies and gentlemen, again, look up Campbell Ritchie. And uh, Campbell, what is your website real, very quickly? Um, so my Instagram is at Campbell Ritchie. Um, my artistry website is um, the art department, so art department, which I'll give you those details as well. All right, fantastic. Ladies and gentlemen, again, Campbell Ritchie, no compromise, one of the most well-made, well provocative film documentaries <laughs> you'll ever see that will help you get on the right track. So stick around with me. I will be right back with more 
after these messages. Are your sinuses sensitive to everything? Do you suffer with seasonal allergies? Are you ready for this year's pollen season? Primrose Leafs Breathe Q Plus supports sinus and respiratory health, balances the immune system in hypersensitive individuals, promotes normal mucous membrane function, and clears nasal passages naturally. Primrose Leafs Breathe Q Plus. Call them today at 844-376-0007. That's 844-376-0007. Or go to primroseleaf.com. It's time for you to breathe easy.